0: Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast.
1: It's time to roll your sleeves up and get your hands dirty with Friends of the Earth.
2: Dirt Radio. Hello and good morning,
3: you're on Dirt Radio with Colin and Rebecca. We're broadcasting live from 3 studio in Collingwood. And Dirt Radio is a show sponsored by Friends of the Earth Melbourne. So check us out at www.fo.org.au. Today, we'll talk about the environment, direct action and civil disobedience. Rebecca Grimo is with me in the studio. Hi, Rebecca. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thanks. And you?
3: Yeah, Great. Thank you. So last Friday, I was at a special day for direct action and the mining industry in Australia. I also went to a dam action. So dam for direct action Melbourne, a group of concerned citizens rebranded Greg Hunt's office, a minister for environment, as the minister for coal, after his reapproval of the gigantic Carmichael coal mine in Queensland. You will now listen a pre-recorded interview from the day. Could you tell me who you are and uh, why you guys doing here?
4: My name is Gabrielle. I am a media spokesperson for the action that is occurring here in Hastings on the beautiful Mornington Peninsula. It's a sunny day and we are protesting. Greg Hunt, who is apparently our Minister for the Environment, his reapproval of the Carmichael Mine, Adani, the Indian Coal Mining Company, um, the mine that they want to build, that would emit an enormous amount of of pollution.
5: So Greg Hunt just the other week gave his reapproval of the coal mine after um, he had to go back to the drawing board because he didn't his environmental impact assessment didn't fully assess the impact on two endangered species on a um, ornamental snake and a skink from up that way which were um, pretty minor things. The big thing that should have stopped this project was the fact that it's the largest coal one of the largest coal projects um, remaining in the world. Uh, it constitutes about the 8% of the world's remaining carbon budget. we this coal mine to go ahead um, and be dug up. It's going to be exported over our Great Barrier Reef and it will be the equivalent of Canada's emissions each year. So it's just disastrous on all fronts and it's just so funny that our so-called Minister for the Environment has once again given the green light for another disastrous coal project when all the science is telling us more than ever, that all fossil fuels, and in particular, all coal, must stay in the hole. No new coal, no new coal mines, and our environment minister's just giving it another tick of approval. Yeah.
3: How do you see the action today?
5: The action's been really, really fun. Um, so we've uh, gone for an office rebranding where we've uh, brought in a new wave of transparency for him. So we've rebranded um, his thing to be Greg Hunt MP, Minister for Coal. Um, we've had people from the industry warmly welcome this new shift of portfolio. We got uh, big corporate hacks here, um, which we know line the liberal party pockets very deeply Uh, and we've also got our miners here and we've also seen some endangered species being driven out from their home and uh, we've also got a big pile of coal because we know he loves the stuff so that's just out the front of his door and inside we've got some people taking refuge from all the uh, industry works happening over here.
3: Hey mate, could you tell me a little bit more like how the the organisation and the setting of uh, these direct actions happened and what's going on at the moment?
2: So what we've had is a bunch of concerned citizens come together from the community. Uh, They've gathered at Greg Hunt's electoral office and are occupying the roof and the internals of the office. Everyone's having fun. Everyone's had a good time. (laughs) We're, um, everything went smoothly. Inside, they've got uh, lock-on devices which uh, involve uh, pipe locks, uh, so they're attached to each other mm-hmm. by the arm. Um, that's restricting their movement and uh, making it quite difficult for them to be <coughs> taken out of the office. So, yeah, making their uh, statement more, more uh, stronger. What about the cops? The cops, yeah, look, they've come and checked it out. They've asked some questions, seen what we're doing. have been polite, courteous to them, let them know what we're here for. And, um, yeah, at the moment, we're, uh, we're staying put.
3: We're staying on, no pressure, from the police, they're still here. We can see like, the van and three of them hanging around, but we can see like, direct action and civil disobedience. It's working and uh, we're occupying the office of Greg Hunt, our Minister for Coal. We just approached the spokesperson from Adani, a corporate.
4: She is representing Adani in the celebration of Greg Hunt's rebranding as Minister for Coal. How are you feeling today?
6: Yes, uh, thank you, Gab. I'm very pleased to be here today. It's a very exciting event. Um, Minister for Cole could not be happier with something like this um, and it's really great to see my associates around here from fellow other organisations. It's just been a very nice day, beautiful weather, um, just coming to celebrate with everyone and I just couldn't be happier. Thank you.
4: That's wonderful. And how do you feel about the... Uh the people protesting around this rebranding i mean we have fish representatives of the great barrier reef who are you know distraught and distressed by um this new presence of adani what do you have to say in response to that Yes well, look, you know everyone's entitled
6: to their opinion, um, but being here today um, it's just a symbol of what's to come. Um, having a minister for coal that's our future. The coal industry is just booming it's our future I'm so excited to see it we um, um it's yeah if, if if people are coming here and um voicing any um any reasons against it that's fine we'll listen to them Um, and we've been talking to quite a few miners and I'm sure they're going to get on board because they'll realise that this is the future and it's looking very promising. Greg Hunt and I are very close Um, I'm very excited that he's decided to rebrand we're going to get along very closely now we're going to work together um, and make sure that uh, this coal future is something that's going to be sustainable for everyone we don't don't really need um, a minister for the environment though I think this is a, a logical and
4: smart move. Uh, We are very interested to hear your opinions and we will be uh, excited to spread this to the public.
3: Hi Nils, how are you doing?
7: Well, not good really, because the reason that I'm here today isn't a good reason. It's a horrific reason. It's horrific because the lands are being devastated of this island nation at a rapid rate. And there is not acknowledgement within the destruction that is occurring that... It is devastation to the spirit of indigenous people. We are entwined with this land, it is not separate. And the damage that has been inflicted upon the land is severe damage to the people. And that flows on to all people that live within these lands. So it's not a good day. It's not good to be here because it's a terrible thing that's happening. That is the reason we are here today. Do you feel empowered to be in Greg Hunt's
3: office today and occupying his office, trying to send him a strong message?
7: Yeah, it's a critical thing that indigenous people need to be having their voice at the forefront of these matters. Our people have lived upon these lands for upwards of 50,000 years. The land was in an impeccable state up until 200 odd years ago. And the rapid rate which the destruction is going is a disgrace and it needs to stop. Indigenous people need to be listened to because we have a voice that isn't just for Indigenous people, it is a voice for the betterment of all people living upon these lands. Our approach is always about all. What is the benefit for all? The benefit for all is to stop this destruction to the lands immediately. We have other means of sustaining ourselves as human beings. It's 2015. There are so many ways we can do that and tread lightly upon this beautiful land that so many of us now call home upwards of 20 million people. So we need to go with these other ways. We need to stop mining now. Do you think it's something you're going to keep doing in the future and you're going to try to encourage people going into direct action? Definitely. We need to mobilise Indigenous people and make them feel that their voice actually has a role within the function of this society. For too long, we've been put into a position of fearing that our voice has no value because for so long, it wasn't given any value. But the reality is... If we don't listen to the voice of custodians now, there's not going to be much more opportunity to do so, so people need to be mobilised, and not only Indigenous people, all aspects of this society, we have to listen and wake up, now.
4: I'm sure Morgana would love to share with us exactly why she is here. Morgana, why are you locking on today? Why have you decided to occupy Greg Hunt's office? What is your intention in spending the time here? Hi. Well, there's currently four of us here locked on in Greg Hunt's office.
8: We're here to highlight his failure as the Environment Minister and um, we're here until he rescinds his approval for the Carmichael Mine. We're standing in solidarity with traditional custodians in the Galilee Basin who have said no to this project and Greg Hunt has no right to approve it over them. Um, We're also here as young people, he isn't protecting our future. He's heavily um, invested in the fossil fuel industry and approving coal mines is not something you would do if you were a true minister for the environment. Um, So, yeah, we're here to send him a message that young Australians aren't going to stand for it. We're also here um, in solidarity with our Pacific Island brother and sisters. They've called out for Australia to stop exporting coal, stop investing in coal, and Greg Hunt is not listening to them.
3: Could you explain a little bit to our listeners how you locked on?
8: Ah, uh, we're just using some pipes and um, some chains, and yeah, we're we're locked on, and no one can unlock us. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Do you feel sported?
8: Yeah, no, definitely. We've got a number of people here in supporter roles um, and lots of people outside um, having, you know, colourful roles and there's a big lump of coal out the front. It's it's a really yeah, great day.
3: How do you feel uh, being uh, locked on here in Gregan's office today?
0: I'm here mainly because I've written so many letters to different um, federal ministers asking them to stop their investment in, in coal and mining. And it's the fact that after repeated measures, I get no response and there's no reason as to them, like, why we should continue on with coal. It's about back action, it's historical, it makes no sense, and yet we are a fully developed country and there's no point for us to keep on investing in coal and continue on mining.
3: So why are you here today?
0: Uh, I see the role of the Minister of Environment and the
6: Department to uh, give a voice to Australia's ecosystems and uh, rich and diverse environment. Um, They're not doing that. They're Uh, valuing the other stakeholders' interests, such as big coal business, um, over the environment. And, yeah, that's not
2: good enough.
3: Hi, mate. Would you like to tell me a little bit your story and why you're here?
2: Uh, My name's Sully. Uh, I'm here today because we have a climate crisis. And Greg Hunt is supposed to be our Minister for Environment, but instead, what he's doing is approving huge coal mines like the Carmichael mega Mine, and that's just totally unacceptable.
3: Thank you very much. You're very brave, Morgana. Yes, you got something else to say?
8: Um, yeah, I just want to say that, you know, we're in a climate emergency, and young people are willing to take emergency action to stop this.
3: Do you believe in direct action? Yeah, I do. <laughs> do you guys believe in direct action? Yeah! That's giving us a great idea of how the, the vibe is on, uh, at Greg Hunt's office on this beautiful day as Friday. a
4: world.
5: in a warming world. Danny, Danny, Danny,
1: I'm a local, I live a few kilometres away from Greg Hunt's office. Um, I bought land here 25 years ago because I wanted to do something about my footprint on the planet and I've got six acres of uh, bush and trees that had wildlife then. Now there's no wildlife left. I've watched it all disappear over that time. That's through housing developments in this area. Um, I've felt strongly about the environment and what we're not doing and... Um, for most of my life since the Gordon River Um, and now I have a, a daughter so I'm concerned about her and her children in the future and I know a lot of people think what we do here doesn't do anything but it does I believe it does coming here and making a bit of noise outside his office.
3: Yes, it's not the first time you're here at Greg Hunt's office. Could you tell us a little bit more like what you do as local and with your local group to trying to put a bit more pressure into our Minister for Environment?
1: Yeah, well, uh, the GetUp organisation's been here uh, Wednesdays for a couple of months now, I think it is. And um, we've just had a different campaign every week. Um, we've uh, drawn the barrier roof, reef in chalk on his car park. Um, we've delivered... a box of coal into his office things like that it's mainly to get presence in the local paper he's never here but um, he does get the message he met with us a couple of weeks ago and spent nearly two hours with us talking to a dozen of us so we we feel like we have a voice um that it's worth the the effort we do what did he say during these two hours well our, our main issue was the Adani mine and we tried to stay on focus he tried to shift the focus all the time His main thing was that uh, he believes that direct action is working better than anyone thought and he deserves a medal for that, is basically his words, Um, and that he has no decision or say in whether the Adani mine goes ahead or not. This was just before he actually made the decision. He said the law is set in concrete and he just has to rule on the law but he can't actually stop the mine. He said it's all up to the Queensland government. And he blamed the Labour Party and the state governments, but he didn't accept any blame himself for... So that was just before his reapproval of the Carmichael
3: uh, coal mine? Was a week
1: before.
3: Oh, uh, one week before. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. Uh, do you think with your, the local group, are you going to keep doing some
1: direct action like that in front of his office? Uh, yes, I think we'll keep it up for a while, um, as long as uh, coal is an issue. There's lots of other issues. Forestry is my big thing. Um, uh, the focus has been taken off just the old growth forest, which is where we all started from. Um, that's still being pulled down everywhere. And but coal's a bigger issue, as we know, with climate change and that. Um, so th- there'll always be a reason for coming here. <laughs> what do you think about this uh, this action, bringing like pipe
3: locks into the office and locking on and climbing the roof? Do you feel Do you feel good about it? Feel great
1: about it. I believe in direct action, as in uh, just carrying placards and singing songs doesn't always work. Stuff like this gets real attention. Um, we are a group of about 100 generally over 60-year-age people that come here regularly. And a common thing they all say is, oh, where are the young people? What are they doing? Now, they don't, these people don't get the chance to go in the city and see the protests in the city. We my wife and I do it um, but if they could have seen this they this is this would give them so much encouragement for coming here every Wednesday to see this because this is what we feel like doing but we're not quite up to it.
4: <laughs> Colin I've got Kerry here who has a great interest in the issues um, surrounding um, the coal mine in relation to the miners and the impacts that are the mines would have on their lives, um, their incomes, their future. Um, Kerry, could you tell us why um, the miners are important when we talk about the Carmichael mine?
9: Yeah, well of course. It's actually um, it's a very important issue because a lot of places where coal mines are being built uh, have limited employment opportunities and so that's really important and that's why when governments argue that Oh, we're going to create a lot of jobs by building these new mines, that carries a lot of weight because for a lot of people they see this as a great thing because maybe they come from an area where there's high unemployment. Um, it also carries a lot of weight for people that are already working in coal mines. So, I mean, if you have a job in a coal mine and then you have some kind of actions or some kind of activists that say, we're going to take that away, you know, you're polluting the earth... I mean, what are you supposed to think about that? When that's a job for you, when that sends your kids to school, when that puts food on your table, when that puts a roof over your head. Sorry to be so cliché, but I mean, it's 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 real at the end of the day.
4: Yeah, and... Um... In terms of the health effects, uh, I mean, as far as I'm aware, there's a lot of issues surrounding um, the life um, span of people in coal mining towns. I mean, we saw what happened in Hazelwood. Um, do you have anything to say about that, and why we why we actually um, want to support the towns uh, moving away from coal?
9: Yeah, well, it's really important that these towns do. Get a lot of support, but interestingly, I was under the impression that for the Galilee Basin, a lot of employment would be fly-in, fly-out workers. Is yeah, that
4: definitely there. I mean, there was um, yeah, there have been a lot of issues um, surrounding their uh, their statements in terms of jobs. We um, we heard from them originally; it was around ten thousand, I think, was the mark, and mm. um, and then that came out later. For those who didn't know that, um, oops, sorry, it's about one thousand.
3: Hey, mate, you've just been arrested and dragged out by the police at Greg Hunt's office. Could you tell us like, what you feel right now and uh, what happened?
2: Well, right now I feel surprisingly relaxed. Uh, I'm glad that, um, that I'm out. It's not fun being inside the Minister for Cole's office we could see all sorts of maps up on the wall talking about what federal electorates they could put more coal mines in and stuff like that it was a bit of a bit of an in- bit, of a, bit of a bit of a bit of a yuck place to be inside but we were there for a reason we were there because greg hunt has been authorizing these awful coal mines and trying to build these things that we can't possibly build in or- in order to avoid a total climate catastrophe so Yeah, I was dragged out today, I was attached to somebody else. Uh, I'm not very happy with the behavior of the police in that way. Um, I don't think it was safe, but uh, I am comfortable now. I've not been injured, and I'm very proud to be standing up for the future of this planet and for future generations.
3: And you're back on Dirt Radio, a show sponsored by Friends of the Earth. You're with Colin and Rebecca. We've just listened to an interview I made last Friday during the rebranding of Greg Hunt's office as the Minister for Coal by Direct Action Melbourne. So, four of them were arrested and charged with trespass. We can check out the pictures and videos on the Direct Action Melbourne Facebook page. Rebecca, what else happened on Friday?
0: The annual mining awards were held in Sydney and would you believe they actually have categories for Coal Mine of the Year, Community Interaction and, yes, even Excellence in Environmental Management. As Greenpeace beautifully said, giving a coal mine an award for Excellence in Environmental Management is like giving a chef's hat to McDonald's. (laughs) I like that. So Greenpeace and the Disobedient Penguins crashed this event to highlight that on top of destroying our environment, these mega companies are given $1.8 billion in production subsidies every year. How many nurses do you think this could pay for, Colin? No idea. It could pay for an extra 30,000 nurses, 60 brand new primary schools, and 12,000 family doctors. So it's awesome that groups are taking action to highlight these injustices. Another reason why it's important we flood the system. Check out the website www.floodthesystem.net.
3: Thank you very much, Rebecca. Um, now, let's talk about the coming events.
0: We need support for a court case on Thursday morning at 10.30am at the Magistrates' Court in Melbourne.
3: Yes, I remember that one. Like Seven of us were arrested last year during the occupation of year building in Melbourne in support of the Fract. Gloucester community in New South Wales.
0: You can find out more info under events on Direct Action Melbourne's Facebook page. We hope to see you there.
3: That's it for Dirt Radio this week. So hopefully see you next week, same place, same time. Don't forget that Dirt Radio is affiliated with Friends of the Earth Melbourne. So you can go to the website at www.fow.org.au and support our Kick-Ass campaign with a donation.